It's Optimus Prime Time. More than meets your ears. Welcome to episode four, Transport to Oblivion. I am your host, Craig Mahoney, doing an unnecessarily overly dramatic voice. And with me, as always, is my close friend and co-host, Justin Murray. Justin, how are you, sir? Oh, just delightful. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Transport to Oblivion. <laughs> like I'm... Like I'm reading the golden, the little golden book uh, version of it to a room full of six-year-olds. <laughs> I like how you really put your heart into it, though. You're like, guys, this is a, this is gonna be a hard episode to watch. Everybody, get get ready. This is a tough one. Brace yourself. <laughs> yeah, prepare yourselves emotionally. Should, should there be should there be a trigger warning on this? Yeah, right. It's like the uh, that that girl gets killed in The Sopranos. We're like, get ready. This is a sad one, guys. This one's gonna stay with you for a while. <laughs> um, there is actually a, a very sad death at the end of this episode. Spoiler alert! But we'll get there when we get there. Yep. Um, so this episode starts off, and then they just go like months later. The Autobots are still on Earth. That's the whole intro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The last like, episode, all the governments of the world, and the first time they ever agreed on anything, decided they were gonna pitch in, build the Autobots a ship, send them back to Cybertron. And then, uh, and, and the, um, episode four, it's like, nah, fuck it. It's just, yeah, apparently they well, just like, they kind of imply they're still trying to leave. What's up? It's, it's kind of it's it's kind of implied that they're still trying to leave, but they just haven't been able to get all that energy yet. Even though all the governments of the world, I guess, didn't get the shit together, so um, they're still there. But then, that's all. That's all they the show art. on Earth. It's, and then they cut to Cybertron. You see Shockwave, who's losing the shit out of power, which actually is a pretty. A pretty interesting thing to think about in this world because they did leave Cybertron because they were running out of energy. That was the point. The whole reason Although they left they still had enough to keep him going for four million years. That's the thing. He's been running on fucking a quarter tank for four million years, apparently. <laughs> that's uh, why he's staying, that's why he's staying in gun mode. Just the middle of a room, just like kinda But he also like dude, he's in gun mode and he's just shooting pointlessly. Yeah, <laughs> he's, just, he's just shooting the floor. It's like, well, that seems wasteful. I don't know. Well, maybe you he know? was in like a sleep mode, and that gunshot is just sort of him, like just waking up, and be like, what, 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 just who, what yeah. the fuck? It's just him that's waking true. up. <laughs> maybe that's his wet dream. I don't know. Maybe he's just like, oh god, <laughs> look at this. Look what I did. This oh, is god. terrible. <laughs> so wakes up so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, I gotta clean this up before someone else comes in here. Oh wait, I'm the only one on the planet. Never mind. <laughs> Whatever. The cock's out, baby. No, clean anything up. The only one on the planet, except for all the uh, uh, extra Autobots and Decepticons who inexplicably start showing up in, without explanation in season okay. two. That's going to be great. Like, every episode, there's a new person who just was always there. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, it's our five planes that turned into a giant robot. Like, that would, but you think they'd come up earlier. That would no, no, they, get, they, they do get their own episode for how they come up with the actual fucking explanations for, like, the Stunticons and the aerial bots. Uh, and even... Um, Oh, uh, the Combaticons and stuff. But, like, then you just oh, have yeah. the protect the bots who were just there. Yep, and then Perceptor's just there. He just shows up, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> all, 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 the, all the season two ones were just, they were just, they were there, there all along. So, <laughs> in this one, speaking of being there all along, the uh, the Autobots still on Earth uh, enjoy a very lovely, uh, like, sunset. There's a nice background painting. Yeah, it's romantic you know, it's, almost. It's very, very pretty. So much that it's getting, you know, at the end of the day, any of you have had to drive uh, at about five o'clock on a summer day and you get that you get that that low sun going right through your windshield. You can barely even see. Well, it happens to Cliff Jumper and he mistakes a rock formation as a Decepticon, which is also if a Decepticon was that big, you guys are 
fucked, dude. You guys are so <laughs> fucked. That's like Trypticon shit. He's like, well, just get out of there. You're not going to shoot in his face. Which is also like, let's just review Cliff Jumper's brief career in the four episodes that we've known him, right? Uh, we haven't, here's what he, in the first episode, he's not really in episode two and three very much. Um, he does get slapped around a little bit. But in the first episode, he has that shot, a clear shot with a fucking bazooka at Megatron's face. And he's like, no, 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 Hound, let me handle this. Let me, you, you pussy, let me just do this. And he misses by like three fucking feet, which is crazy. He's a homing missile and then fucks up the whole thing. Him missing Megatron creates the entire series. You see what I'm saying? Like the whole Pretty thing much. stems from Cliff Jumper's failure. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And so now here, here he is again, all hot headed. Yeah. <laughs> Jumping up, shooting, uh, shooting up rocks. And then Optimus is like, no, the Decepticons are gone. Like, we know this because we just we just know. We didn't go check. Yeah. We didn't and then and then cut to the Decepticon crashed uh, ship. The Nemesis crashed underwater, which is now their base. And apparently a whole city. <laughs> yeah. You see all these other little buildings and exits. Even though there's only ever been, like, seven Decepticons. Yeah. They have but all they these. Develop. You're right. They, like. That crash at the end of the last episode is just a ship at the bottom of the ocean, and then since then they've added like little towers and add-ons and yeah, it's like C C Lab twenty twenty or whatever yeah, down it's, there. It's actually a pretty nice place. I gotta be honest. Yeah. Like there's only like six Decepticons. It looks like everybody has their own room. You know what I mean? Like normal yeah. and frenzy don't have anywhere they need Meg- to stay. So. Megatron got a she shed. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's a pretty pretty nice spot, I would say. Um, and then they're talking to poor, Shockwave. Poor Mirage you know. couldn't get his house in a two car garage, but yeah, Megatron crashed. Their ship into the ocean. How sad is that? They crashed their ship into the ocean, and they got nicer digs than the Autobots do. Oh, <laughs> Literally so had every government in the world helping them out. Dude, they're just better people. They're better people, man. These Decepticons are fucking awesome. They get themselves out of trouble. They come up with better plans. You know what I mean? They fucking the, Decept- the Autobots crashed into a mountain and just took a nap for four million years. You know what I'm saying? The Decepticons get in the ocean. Fucking three months later, they got a nice city built up. They're ready to fuck shit up again, man. Yeah. You gotta love these Decepticons. That's why they won that war. You know what I'm saying? You gotta understand. The Autobots are lazy. This is why they're in the situation they're in. <laughs> Wait, it's uh, what's the line in Spaceballs? Evil will always win because good is dumb. <laughs> Pretty much, pretty much what we see in a lot of the, the everything these first few episodes of the Transformers. That actually is 100 percent true, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but the, so we get what I love is we one of the scenes uh, or that you get a lot early on the series of sort of a uh, Spike bonding with a Autobot as an Autobot kind of goes around and they're checking out Earth and just really jamming. Oh, yeah. and I love the 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 jazz blasting tunes. And the, the shitty music they come up through all these episodes. Oh, I know. But, it's so great. And, and Spike says something like, get down. Oh, it's so like, great, dude. Dig this or something like. <laughs> dig this. Oh, that's so <laughs> bad. It's like, like old freaking like, I don't know, like 1950s jazz man, like heroin addict. Ebonics or something. I don't yeah. know what the hell he's doing. It's well, then they like, they run into a traffic jam. And then Jazz is like, we have to turn around. But I'm like, can't you just turn in a robot and then walk over there since everyone knows you guys are robots anyway? Like, All the governments like, of the world, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, oh, yeah, because uh, what happened? The um, the Decepticons uh, attack a power station. They knock the power out. Yep. They, we they, just doing some covert work again. He's playing a, actually two music scenes right in a row. Yeah. <laughs> Except this, this guy's not a fan. The one guy, the foreman or whatever, is not a fan. Yeah, everyone, everyone in the company seems to be like, this music eats ass. What the fuck? And who bought this shitty fucking thing in there? And then Soundwave's like, 
I love the song. It really hurt my feelings. Like, that's really, <laughs> it's my original composition. I made it for you. You know, I never say we're going to kill all you guys in a second, but I thought, I'd, you know, <laughs> what, if so it's, what their, if it's not even Soundwave? What if it's just the uh, it's like Rumble, like what he like, like one one of the tapes making it and like, no, this is this is what this is what they want to hear. <laughs> that's he's just playing Laserbeak like that's Laserbeak. Yeah. Like, yeah. Laserbeak sucks. Put it in Rumble. Dude. <laughs> that's great. They all have their own music they're stuck with because that's what they transformed yeah. into. I can I can see Rumble doing like more of a John Bonham. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> What about like what about one of them gets to be Zeppelin, the other one gets like John Tesh. Like what the fuck am I gonna be Tesh, dude? This sucks. Like well, you know, that's what you scan, so that's the way it goes. Ravage <laughs> is definitely like '80s hair metal. Oh yeah, 100 percent, dude. No question. <laughs> so they go in. Uh, so their, their their big plan is to steal energy from the power plant, which seems very direct, uh, and they yes. do that. And then the Autobots notice that the city's losing power. And then they uh, posit the theory, and they just look at the video screen, and then turn the, the video screen is like literally like a picture of the base, and then just a picture of Megatron. <laughs> He's like, oh, <laughs> I guess they're and, fucking shit up. And you know what? Peter Cullen does a really good job. Like Optimus Prime's delivery of Megatron lives is is really good. Like he really sells it. Yeah, he really he's he's really surprised. He's like, God, dude, really? He's stuck, so and there's like, almost the, and there's a little bit of like you know like regret in his voice. Like he knows he fucked up. Yeah. He should. He did fuck up. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. How many chances do these guys need? You know, it's fucking crazy. Like, this is, they have no business winning anything so far. It's like... <laughs> but at this point, they're like, well, the Decepticons are back. We need to go take care of it. So they show up the power plant to uh, to, to stop them. And uh, yep. Ironhide... Nice big fight scene. Yeah. And Ironhide nice big shows... Fight scene. Oh, so it is a good... It is a big fight scene. Nice. And there's yeah, a lot dude. of... Uh... Cliff Trevor gets destroyed. Optus Prime gets shot in the hand by Megatron's cannon, which, like... Yeah. Megatron also has the same aim as Clipjumper, apparently. They just can't fucking hit anything. But um, And then he's like, and then Megatron is like, wow, that's embarrassing. I'm going to take my shot better now and then blow out your chest. And then Ironhead, Ironhide uh, jumps right in front of him. Ironhide goes all maybe, secret service. I don't know, service. maybe Hot Rod can learn how to do that better. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe yeah. that would help him. Yeah, Ironhide goes all, uh, yeah, very, what a great loyal soldier he is. By uh, Dude, yeah. diving in front of his, oh, Captain, my Captain. Right. But twice in a row, the, twice in two episodes. Yeah, but shot. the whole fight starts off by uh with with Cliff Jumper going uh, after Megatron's gnats, which is great. Yeah, it is pretty great. <laughs> Megatron had like, like I don't actually have dicks. Do. <laughs> it's like all he can do is like uh the boxing scene in Bad Santa. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, exactly. <laughs> so they were uh, and the reason they're stealing the energy is because they need to make a like a supply transportation thing, which is the first space bridge, which is there's gonna be That's space right. bridges now from this episode to the next 30 years. Like, they just they keep on using this idea. If it's a good idea, it means they don't have to go with sh- ships and everything like that. So they're going to make their first space bridge. That's why they're stealing all this energy. They get the big fight. Ironhide gets shot. And then uh, Megatron actually gets his energon, and he just bounces. He's like, cool, we got what we need. Let's get the fuck out. So yet again, they have won. They did what they came there to do. The Autobots didn't do shit. And then uh, they can't let him get away. They can't let him get away because they got to fix Ironhide. So and, we get, Megatron... and we get to see we get to see more fun with physics and uh, size comparisons and uh another we get another example of autobots in car robot mode basically being whatever size the situation requires when they put all of ironhide in the back of ratchet when he yeah (laughs) which are the same exact transformer so yeah it's pretty pretty fucking funny (laughs) which and this and this is the thing that i don't even know if they did it on purpose or not but it's something that really kind of reaches its absolute apex where it's, all, where it's almost basically a parody of itself when you literally see the Constructicons transform into Devastator inside uh, 
<laughs> an Astro Train. Oh, Astro Train. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that one is crazy. I forgot about that. <laughs> and he doesn't throw them out. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, yeah. We, get, we start to see, we, we see a little bit of that here, and that's uh, sort of a Transformers staple. <laughs> yep. We also get, I think it's in this scene where we get a really, a pretty bad transformation by Megatron when he goes from gun mode back into Megatron. And like, if you yeah. pay attention, it like it looks pretty hilarious because he just kills like a when he's half transformed, he's just like a stick man. It's great. It's also one of those things. You, I don't think you saw him in gun mode a lot in the first three miniseries, but they get him right in it in, in this one here because it really is. It's it, it makes absolutely no sense. And set so, you know, aside from yeah, the fact it's that it's only that, the first episode. Toy. I think Starscream shoots uses him on the yeah. oil platform in the first episode, and that's it. But like the. You know, the barrel of his gun that fires, he has this giant cannon on his arm when he's a giant rope. Like, you, and then he shrinks to a smaller gun to be shot by someone else. Someone else. Why does it doesn't? It never made, it never made sense. Blast? Like, and it was like, why does he need someone else to fire him? You know what I mean? Like, Shockwave turns into a gun. He can fire himself. It doesn't make any sense. It's just, yeah, it's a bit... It's a bit weird for sure. That was like, uh, you know, it's uh, again, it's it says a lot that they did that until the movie and then they never did it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. They did a guy that turned into a handheld gun and then they never did it again. So as, I think they saw it was kind of stupid, didn't make a lot of sense. And, you know, like, it's a problem as, with as a toy for a kid. It's like, oh, it's a handgun that turns because having handguns as toys was big in the 80s, kids. Oh, yeah. Toy guns. Dude, so funny. Now. But, dude, yeah, we like, used I'm, to just play guns, like plastic guns. You yeah. could have all sorts of like. Little, uh, you know, M16s and whatnot. It was yeah, it was assumed that if you were going to go play, you were playing guns. And then you yeah. wouldn't get the ones. Like, even back then, some people made the orange tips. You'd be like, well, fucking orange tip, dude. This doesn't even look like a gun anymore. Like, <laughs> how am I supposed to get accidentally shot with this? Like, everyone's going to know it's fake. I got to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's dude, a, so that was... in the 90s game, some kids got shot for carrying around, and that was the end of that. Yep. And ever since the 90s, you have uh, had zero Megatron toys that turn into guns. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. But part I don't know if that's more of a public safety thing or, again, as we're saying, it just makes no fucking sense in in Five universe, months. in world. Yeah. They actually did do one. I take it back. They did one Megatron toy in, like, the early 2000s that turned into a gun. But he looks – I mean, it's – he's fucking bright orange. It's, like, clearly – it's just weird. It's a weird choice. But, yeah. it's Oh, uh, yeah, because all the guns had to be – like, when they use yep. – when they start selling the uh, – the Star Wars toys and like Han Solo's blaster now is like would be like bright orange. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although they do do now because they did this with Six Shot when they just put him out a couple years ago, and then with the Shockwave they put out like a year ago. They basically put the gun mode in there, but they don't put it in the instructions. You know what I mean? So like you can take the last Shockwave they made and like he make him into a gun. I mean his legs are still pistol grips. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. It's just not in the instruction manual and it doesn't look technically what you're supposed to do or whatever, but it's like it's obviously there. You know what I mean? So they're just like. Doing it without doing it, but they still can't make like like Megatron style realistic gun. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, like, no, no one can like do a that. realistic American gun that turns into a fucking robot. <laughs> but you know that brings us to you know we saw these leaked. I don't know if they're real, but I, I say the leaked um, design character designs apparently for a Bumblebee movie follow up that's you know going to have more of the G1 designs and they apparently have Megatron in it. I don't know if these designs are real or not. But, you know, they had Shockwave and Megatron and Soundwave. And it is a thing, like, if, if they decide to do a more, like, G1-friendly-looking um, uh, live-action movie, what the hell are they going to transform Soundwave, Shockwave, and Megatron into? Megatron will be a tank. That's an easy yeah. one. Because he's yeah. been a tank for, like, 20 years now. Yeah. just time to make him that. Uh, I don't know with Soundwave, and I don't know with Shockwave. I will say that in the... Uh, 
in the picture you showed me, I, I don't think Shockwave had wings like anywhere. And usually that's what they turn him into. They don't want to be a gun. So I, it's a good question, dude. They also yeah. just might not have him transform. You know what I mean? Which I wouldn't surprise or me. Or they just but stay it, on Cybertron or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. But I do think that, Megat- that Megatron, I think, is going to turn into a tank. But yeah. that Megatron is also like twice as tall as Optimus Prime, which is a cool yeah. idea. It'll be interesting if that's the way they go to have Megatron be so much bigger than Prime. Because it does kind of make more sense. From a story standpoint, like if this dude is the baddest gladiator that yeah, like, yeah. literally beat everyone on the planet and then like he's the same, you know, this guy's bigger than him. I was always thinking that like as a kid, I was like, oh, he beat everyone on the planet. It's like, well, didn't Jetfire just come in like fucking step on him? Like, what's, you know, <laughs> I didn't Devastator come and like rip him in half. Like, well, I guess I'm the bitch now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, why don't we all just do whatever Trypticon says? Like it's at some point, you know, it's like. And then for anyway. some reason, in the uh, was it the Marvel UK comics? They went with the mm-hmm. exact opposite direction and made Ratbat the leader of the Decepticons. Oh, they had to because in the Marvel UK ones, they had to. Uh, the deal they had was it had to run alongside the American comics, yeah. so they couldn't have like. If Optimus Prime was ever in a UK comic, they had to write it in like I'm taking a break from whatever the fuck we're doing in you know the other comic. So like that's why the UK comics use all these weird characters because they were the ones they weren't using in the regular comic. No, so like I, Bludgeon is in like two issues of the Marvel US Marvel comic, but then Bludgeon is in like a shit ton of the UK one, and then that's why Bludgeon's like a character now because all the shit they did with him in the UK. They ah. invented the Wreckers. That was a UK thing because they had all these extra guys. So they invented this like specialized team of Autobots that would go on like okay. high-risk missions and get killed a lot. And Yeah, the UK comic series is pretty influential for like a lot of the modern Transformers shit. I would say like 40% of the ideas that are going to use now came from there, which is also why you see such a Transformers fan base in the UK, which is weird, because it's pretty much like America, Japan, and Britain. <laughs> and then there was a pretty steep drop-off after that. Yeah. Well, hopefully we have some British listeners, if you are listening. Yeah, we'll see. It's huh. quite the... Uh, it's quite the tangent we went on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that went around. If only, if only there was some mechanism that had a more direct route, like a space bridge, which is a cool concept. And and I wonder if they went with the um, space bridge because they were just like, listen, we want to be able to go back and forth to Cybertron and, you know, we can't have them constantly just build this. You know, again, the same thing with the, you know, with Star Trek. It's like it's easier if they could just beam there constantly yeah. having to show ships going back and forth. Well, and they might have written it in as a way to bring in new characters if they wanted to introduce them, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Obviously, they know that their toy line is bigger than it is at the point of the show start. So, like, they know they have more guys to bring on, so maybe that was part of it. It also, it does kind of give them a way to, like, give Energon a Cybertron immediately because that's the whole plan. And it is kind of stupid if they have to just, like, fill up a ship and then just take it back. So, like, it, it solves a lot yeah. of problems. Um, yeah. The, where they're at right now when they make it, it's like apparently the first brace bridge they've ever invented, which if you want to get specific, they're on Trypticon, but whatever. You know, uh, it's the first one ever invented, and they, uh, they they need to test it out, right? So they're going to, like, pick a Decepticon to throw in there because um, they try to send up an empty pod on its own, and it just crashes, which is already a pretty shitty design. <laughs> like, fucking <laughs> just – and also, from later on, it sounds like if you just throw something in the middle of the circle, then it gets sucked into the space bridge no matter what. But somehow, this little car they invented to drive towards it filled with Energon, like, doesn't work. So they're like, we need to put somebody in there. Megatron's taking volunteers. We all know it's going to be one of the reflectors. We all know that, you know? <laughs> or that weird gray seeker with no name, like Bob, whatever. <laughs> the red, the red uh, shirts of the Decepticons. Yep. But then, uh, even though Bumblebee and Spike had been picked to be spies, for some reason, Bumblebee brings along Spike. He's like, yeah, why yeah, yeah. not? Come along, dude. 
This would be and great. It really it's again, Bumblebee at this point is just and I still don't understand how he ended up being the character that the, the whole franchise decides they're going to put forth as like the main guy from here. Because basically he is he's, he's basically like, you know, he's the Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> he's yeah. like Optimus Prime's pal Bumblebee. You know what? He just he, he's the one who's going to go and get in trouble and need to be rescued. And, uh, yeah, this you see it right here. Him, him and Spike. That's what they do. They're the yep. lowest lane in Jimmy Olsen on the fucking Autobots. Dude, and, and movie Bumblebee is more like Hot Rod. Like, he's a young yeah. start. He, like, kicks ass. He's, like, That's probably pretty much, they, they pretty much turned him into Hot Rod. Yeah, they pretty much did, which is why you don't ever see Hot Rod and stuff, which is a bummer, because I think Hot Rod's a fucking great character. I think Rodimus Prime eats balls, but and Hot Judd Rod's Nel- a great character. Judd Nelson can use the work, you know? Yeah, he definitely can use the work, dude. He's, uh, Hot Rod is actually aging better than Judd Nelson right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing about being a robot. Yep. Uh, so yeah, they try the first, and then uh, Bumblebee and Spike, while spying, they have one job, which is to stay out of sight. And of course, they fucking fall over right in the middle of everything. I don't know why Bumblebee gets any jobs ever, but well, he should really just be cleaning the toilets. But whatever. Um, so they decide to put uh, Spike into the. Oh, they put Spike and Bumblebee inside of the pod with. Uh, yeah, the they, they close the cockpit. Yep. And, and then. And, and... <laughs> Bumblebee completely forgets that he can transform and drive out the damn thing. Which but, also, like, a lot of questions there. Like, is he transformed? Yeah. Does that mean he's bigger? Because apparently it does. And also, like, wouldn't he kill Spike by just smashing him to pieces? Like, <laughs> and also, just... does is, is his car form, like, he's able to, is, is somehow more powerful in his robot form? He wouldn't have enough thrust punching through the glass. Yeah. But he can, like, just drive through it and then mash his, like, But I also love that he and... just he's just like, oh, yeah, I forgot I can transform. Yeah, I know. It's like, like literally, that's like taking a shit. You know what I mean? You're just like, oh, I forgot I could take a shit. I've had this feeling for days, but I forgot that's what my body's designed to do. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It's like Superman um, going, oh, wait, heat vision. That's right. <laughs> so he, uh, he breaks out, somehow doesn't kill Spike, um, and then... They immediately get recaptured. Well, what I love yeah, is that Bumblebee true. takes off. Oh, that's right. Yes, Starscream and Skywar pitch him like right away. Bumblebee, Bumblebee so takes off, but Spike is running alongside him, and then and Spike and Bumblebee's just driving, and he's like, and then eventually, you know, Spike can't catch up. He can't get in because Bumblebee yeah. doesn't wait. Bumblebee flies up, and he's not like, hey, let me stop for a second, let Spike get in. He's like, no, he just takes off. Spike's running alongside, and uh, you know, Rumble, uh, Ravage catches up. Yeah, he just and fucking leaves. Him. Him. Yeah, and then Bumblebee up, yeah. Bumblebee runs away and he goes through some tunnel and he just pops out of a fucking hole in the ground. Yeah, right bites right into Starscream and Skywarp. Right in the same place. Somehow Starscream and Skywarp didn't see that. <laughs> but like, it's like it's like an old silent movie where the, the guy escapes from prison and digs right back into his cell. Yep. <laughs> so freaking silly. And by this point, they put Spike back in the spaceship and they've strapped him in. And then it's hilarious now because they're like, oh, get ready to go to Cybertron, bitch. And he's like, no, I don't want to go to Cybertron. And, like, literally last episode, he couldn't fucking wait to go to Cybertron. <laughs> he's, he's like, so I just want to go to Cybertron. He's, yeah. He's like, fuck this shitty planet. Let me get me to Cybertron. And then now he's got a ticket. He's like, no, I don't want to. So it might be my favorite scene of the entire first season. Uh, uh, Optimus Prime freeze Spike <laughs> from a moving car by shooting the door off the car. And then shooting the seatbelt off his plane, <laughs> which it's just let's all take a minute. Let's all take a minute and enjoy the idea that like he just plugged three rounds into Spike's body. <laughs> but like, you know, I hit him in both shoulders and took out his straps. Now, granted, he doesn't have arms, you know, but yeah. uh, hey, I took the straps off. So 
I don't know. This might actually explain why they keep losing if Optimus Prime's gun is not strong enough to penetrate a seatbelt strap. You know what I mean? That could be a pretty, <laughs> that's a pretty big problem, dude. Jesus, like, he's Jesus like, is that good. Well, in this in this episode, we do at one point see uh, Optimus sort of adjust the barrel of his cannon. Yeah, he puts like an attachment on. Yeah, so maybe maybe he can. Maybe he can. And he's just that much of a dead eye. He's like, you know, Clint Eastwood, man with no name. He's just shooting, you know, hats yeah. off people's heads and stuff. They should just take Clint Ever's gun away and give it to Optimus. And be like, but the great thing, and the main, the main plot, uh, we, we, the main little confrontation here is that when Megatron kidnaps Bumblebee, and then change, all of a sudden, as soon as it, Megatron comes up and he's already got this weird sort of snake-like protuberance coming out of his chest, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like it's know, some sort of a sex thing or whatever, but he immediately puts it on uh, Bumblebee's head and says, all right, we're going to scramble his memories. And another just incredibly, incredible power, incredible ability that one of these yeah. Autobots and Decepticons have that they use in one episode and we never see it again. Yeah, which would be very useful. And he brainwashes Bumblebee in classic 80s cartoon style where he like can only talk in a monotone voice and like only says yeah. the most basic thing. Where are we going? We're going to the dam. It's inside the dam. Like, yeah, he seems fine. Let's just do what yeah. he says. That's fine. Yeah, One guy literally the... says Bumblebee's never wrong. And I'm yeah. like, he's been wrong every episode until now. He's been wrong. All... He's only been wrong. He's only ever been wrong. I don't get it. <laughs> And, and honest, and, and I'm surprised Gears didn't pipe in because Gears gives Bumblebee a lot of shit. Oh yeah. In the in this episode, Gears is uh, Gears Gears definitely th- uh, throwing some shade Bumblebee's way throughout this one. Yeah, and it's it, it's a weird thing because Bumblebee will when they're talking about anything other than the location of the space bridge, Bumblebee is speaking normally, and then it'll yep. just be like, yeah, well, you know, I was over. Oh, and the space bridge is over here. I know it's yeah. It's, he's like, where do we go? It's like, I'm see. Where do we go? Where do we go? Oh, that's right. The space bridge is ahead. There is no trap. Like, oh, wait, well, no one's gonna fucking think this is weird. It's just, but again, so they go in there and they get trapped yet again. Of course, the uh, but like most Decepticon traps, it works to get them there. And then they just all get fucked up. So like, <laughs> well, especially because the Decepticons' whole whole point was to trap them in this cavern, but the Decepticons are further inside the cavern than the Autobots are. Yeah. It's not like they're waiting in an alcove, and then they pop out, and they're in the entrance, and like, all right, see you suckers later. They're like, they're deep into this cave. Yeah, they're all like, now we're all here. You guys are all fucked. Wait, hold on. (laughs) Yeah, it is is weird. They have their fight. Um, This is, I jumped the gun a bit, because this is when Optimus actually free spike. Um but it, it and it's not, you know, it's it's a bit of a letdown from a fight from the earlier part. Well, it's interrupted because of the... And apparently the, the space bridge was on a timer and the space bridge is all of a sudden oh, ready yeah, in the middle of the fight and they have to leave because it, it was 3,000 astro seconds. Yep. 3,000 astro. Another great example of Transformers just throwing some sort of a science word in front of a regular word to make it's it seem also, more important. If that, was your, if that was your system of time, wouldn't you then take that 3,000 astro seconds and be like, it was three astro hours? You know what I mean? Like, why do you need to keep it the lowest denomination? I know I'm getting Dewey Decimal here, but I'm just saying. So yeah, I know. No, it's like, <laughs> no, it'd be like, how much is that Snickers? It's 169 pennies. Uh, well, yeah. Do you know yeah. how fast you were going, sir? I was going 100,000 inches an hour. <laughs> okay, well, fuck. <laughs> it's just, but that's yeah, fine. It's like, and then, and then, right, and then, like a, very shortly after, uh, Shockwave again tells Megatron something about when the space bridge is gonna go, and he uses the, and he uses minutes, just regular minutes, not even Astro minutes. Yeah, he does. Oh, that's space true. I minutes. <laughs> He's so like, I oh, want to know exactly how long an Astro second is. 
<laughs> You're right. The guy who's on Cybertron just diverts like right to Earth lingo. He's like, yeah, it's about 3:45 after Alf. You know what I mean? Like right after Alf gets off air, we'll go then. You know? It's so I, I didn't even notice that. But you're totally right. He just just like maybe maybe Shockwave is the smartest one. He's like, why don't we just use their time? This is fucking stupid. I'm the only one here. Like, why are we doing this? Yeah. Why are we talking about Cybertron? Who gives a shit? We're on fucking Earth anyway. So then, uh, fight, Bumblebee, Bumblebee gets injured, and they discover that his memories. Uh, we're fucked with, and then Bumblebee immediately just remembers the right yeah, way. Yeah, sure. They're like, oh, your fake memories. He's like, oh, yeah, I have fake memories. I should have told you guys that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so he forgets. And then they and have... They go to the, where the actual uh, location of the space bridge. Yep, which is great because they're they're in this big fight. Uh, Megatron gets, like, like falls into the space bridge somehow, and it goes off, which is incredibly convenient. Um, and it works out nicely for everybody because Megatron gets sucked into the space bridge. Um, immediately, immediately, Starscream goes. Well, Megatron's dead. Like literally. Now I'm the Decepticon leader. Yeah. Now that he is dead, like he's been gone for like his, his foot's still showing. He's it's like, like as, as though we don't know. Like they automatically assume he's dead and not just on Cybertron, which is like the, yeah, the, the, the space bridge. Gets. Where else would he be, dude? That doesn't make. So he gets on there, and he gets to Shockwave, and Shockwave is like, "Holy shit, dude! What the fuck are you doing here?" Yeah. And he's like, Pretty "We gotta." Question. You know, Get the space bridge up and running, so I got to get back and vanquish my enemies. Yeah, which is weird because his and then he goes, "I shall be avenged." Yes. Which is like you transported yourself, motherfucker, and you're alive. So what do you like? Who's avenging what? <laughs> which just kick your own. It doesn't make any sense. Like no one did anything to him, and he's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I woke up and called you tomorrow, and I was like, "Craig, some someone's got to avenge me." And you're like, "Why?" It's like I don't know. Just you know, avenge me, dude. Come on, <laughs> let me be avenged. Which makes no sense, but that's where the episode leaves off, which is kind of cool because, you know, it's an 80s show. It's eventually going to get to the point where at the end of every episode, there's like a reset. So it can kind of you can watch them out of order. But we're still having a thing now where like now at the end of this episode, like, you know, uh, Starstream is the leader. They're all on Earth, except for Megatron, who's up there with the uh, shockwave. Apparently, with no working radio. You can't just immediately tell Starstream. Yeah, I'm fucking here, you idiot. But whatever. <laughs> so that's where we're at now. It's kind of a cool ending. I like that. Megatron's out of there. Starstream is running shit. Yeah, this is this is the um yeah the beginning there is this is the closest we ever got to any like real serialized storytelling is these first series of uh episodes here yeah I think I think well we get a coming up next with the next episode is divide and conquer but uh after that it's you know we get a few standalones but then we get I think the uh the three parter where they the ultimate doom which really kind of leads to uh that's a good one which is definitely a serialized story yeah but you get that more in this first season than i think you ever did before so it's 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 cool so uh yeah will will megatron come back to earth will he be avenged yeah dude next week we get to see starscream running shit i think for only the first of two times in the entire run you get to see star uh, starscream in charge a little bit yeah yeah and he lasts a lot longer than he does the second time yeah no that's true <laughs> doesn't even get to enjoy his coronation you know no, no uh, that's terrible yeah, well, he so, shouldn't have done that. He shouldn't have done that comedy. You know what I mean? That's the problem. You're gonna fucking do your act. You better make sure it works. You know, yeah. you can't just go up there and start throwing shit out there. Um, hold on. What's going on today? Hold on. Hold on. Okay, Heck- so <laughs> Heckler destroys coronation. <laughs> that's fucking. That's fucking perfect. That's a good setup right there. <laughs> All right. So as we said, we're Matt, we're watching this on Tubi. Oh, and I did I mention the artwork to go uh, the, the check out my uh, my. New Transformers artwork this week. Go see that always on CraigMahoney.com. Uh, yep. Please tell your friends about this. When we when we meet up for the next episode, we should be able to announce some uh, various services and apps 
with which you could watch this show. And uh, as we move along, you know, we we've got some uh, some some things planned that I hope that we hope you'll enjoy. And, uh, you know, we're going to be we plan on taking this uh, throughout the whole series. And we've got some uh, interesting things planned for the podcast and little extras, uh, things ancillary to the podcast. And uh, we should probably we should probably do some sort of social media now. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should probably do that. huh? We should probably yeah. send a Facebook. We should yeah, so, that's a good yeah, idea. Keep a look out for all that. But we do hope hope you've enjoyed listening to these uh, first few episodes. And please check us out next week when uh, what do we got? What's the next one? Roll for it. Roll for it, yeah, baby. All Star right. Stream is in charge, son. This is gonna be exciting. Yeah. I have a I'm feeling my friend might come back. I well, you know, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Have to wait and see. All right. I'll all see right. Now take it easy, Craig. See you all next right. week, buddy. Yep.